Welcome to another episode of Tell Me About Your Damn Book. I'm your host, Stephen Lomer, and my guest this week is a talented writer of fantasy fiction who has a real fascination with witches. We'll find out a little bit more about that, but for now, please welcome Susan Catalano. Hello, Hello welcome. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being Happy here. Happy to be here. I will start with your bio, if that's all right with okay. you. Okay. Can't wait to hear what it says. <laughs> <laughs> it might sound a little familiar, okay. but go with it. Uh, you spent most of your youth in a one-traffic-light town in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. Your first act of writing consisted of scrawling a murderous confession on a crumpled piece of paper. You then told your third-grade friends that you'd found it in the wall of the spookiest room on the scary, vacant floor of the Victorian hotel your family owned. Eventually, you ended up in Massachusetts, where Salem, known as the Witch City, captured your heart and imagination and inspired your Timeless Story book series. Yes. Okay. Uh, so let's get to know you a little bit before we dive in. Which one traffic light town in New York are we talking about? Um, that Victorian hotel was in Canosa Lake. Um, after a few years, we moved to Fosterdale. But just to give you a general idea, it's located in the Catskill Mountains, sort of um, right at the crux of where Pennsylvania meets New York. And okay. it's about, um, I don't know, five to ten miles from Bethel where the Woodstock Festival was held. Ah, right, the original yes, Woodstock exactly. Festival. Not, those, not the fake town. Not those poser <laughs> festivals that they exactly. had. Okay, good. Uh, what were the circumstances that brought you from there to here? Uh, so I met my husband at a Catskill Mountain Resort where we both worked. Uh -huh. And how old were you? I was 20. Oh, and I'm, sweet. Yes, <laughs> it was very sweet then. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> and uh, we got married when I was 22, so we moved from there to Long Island where he's originally from. Okay. And from there he ended up getting a job in Massachusetts, and so we've been here since our daughter is about two years old. Okay, good. Wild. Uh, this murderous confession you wrote. Yes. Did your third grade classmates believe you? <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but I think so. I think they were asking me to find more things in the, in the attic or the third floor. But um, So you were never busted no, for this? No. And I have to tell you, that third floor also, um, I, I love taking my little brother up there and losing him. <laughs> wow. when he was mean to me. <laughs> that is cruel. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Good. Good. So you're married. Mm -hmm. You have a daughter, and you're soon to be a grandmother. Oh my God. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. You about must it. have you have you picked what your uh, grandmother name is going to be yet? Uh, still tossing it around. Okay. Um, my daughter for now calls me Glamma. <laughs> Glamma. <laughs> but we were thinking maybe Nonina, which is little grandmother for. Oh, that's Italian, adorable. So, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, excellent. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, speaking of family, Amazon lists you as the author of your first book and Christian Catalano as the cover designer. Who yeah. is Christian He's Catalano? He's my son. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he designed... Yeah, your he's, book he's covers. done all my book covers. Wow, he's yeah. a talented kid. Yeah, he is. Nice. <laughs> he's very talented. Okay, runs in the family. <laughs> yes, we just have different outlets. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, let's talk about Salem and witches. Your bio says that Salem captured your heart and imagination, but it's it seems like it runs a little deeper than that. Mm -hmm. it, it seems, if I can use the word, a little bit obsessive. 
Do you think you're obsessed with Salem? Uh, my husband probably would say yes. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I'm not the only one. Um, but not to the you know crazy creepy obsession. <laughs> I just love the town. I just love the whole vibe of it. Um, it's just got this nice New Englandy feel. It's got the water. The, you know, nice fresh ocean feel to it. And mm -hmm. it's just a great vibe. Great restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, just friendly. I've gone to several Halloweens there, and you know, I love Halloween. And that event is just. Um, it's so amazing because there's so many people that attend that, yet it feels so welcoming and non-threatening, uh -huh. um, which is really amazing considering, you know, sometimes I think there was like up to 100,000 people in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, but everybody's just having a good time and it's, it's fabulous. Wow. Um, I do actually have an epic battle scene during the Halloween um, in Salem in my second book. I see. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about yourself, <laughs> like you were involved in some sort well, of epic battle epic scene. Battles, you yeah. do have epic battles? We won't okay. Talk about you sure? That, that sounds like a really interesting topic. They're I, all in my I, head. Don't, I don't have that in my notes, but if you want to talk about epic battles, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in Salem. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. And while it has its charm. I'm a little envious. <laughs> It always struck me as a bit of a tourist trap mm -hmm. with anybody and everybody making a buck in what I call the witch trade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't strike you that way? Um, to a degree. Okay. Um, but I think if you look kind of past that, because I think there's also um, an effort to um, maybe not so much capitalize, but also memorialize um, what happened to those uh, 20 people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I appreciate that, um, that they're not forgotten, that there's there's a ceremony to honor them and, you know, sort of set the story straight. Okay. Um, so I like that. And I just like, you know, I, I, I know it's definitely got its tourism, you know, and I, I love the shops. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's part of the charm that I do like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Guilty pleasure. <laughs> I know, I understand. I totally understand. When was your first visit there, and was there something specific that made you fall in love with it? Um, I, my first visit there was when we um, finally moved to Massachusetts. and um, So about when was that? Uh, I pr it was probably about 1990, 91, something like that. Okay, so that was actually before it sort of became yeah. the Halloween capital and sort of exploded Probably, yeah. the way it did. Yeah. And um, my cousin actually lived there for a while and also in Marblehead, so I, we've had reason to be up there quite frequently. Okay. So we've been there for a Fourth of July festival, which I love, mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe it was less touristy, I guess. <laughs> it probably was less touristy yeah. around 1991. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, been up there for Christmas, and so just about everything, you know, I haven't just experienced Halloween, <laughs> which is... <laughs> so then it wasn't really one specific thing that made you fall in love with it? It was a lot yeah. of things? No, yeah, I think it's just a combination of things. I do remember when I was young reading um, The Witch of Blackbird Pond, which turned me on to that kind of Puritan era witch stories. And um, so I think that was part of the fascination. Um, and frankly, when I, when I went up there, at one point, I didn't think about writing a book about witches. Mm -hmm. um, but I had this song um, lyric stuck in my head, and it was Sting's... Um, uh, field of gold uh -huh. and um, you know there's a 
you know, he's singing about a woman waiting in a field. And I just thought, oh, I think we were probably leaving Salem one day, and I was like, what if that woman was a witch? And that's literally where the book starts. Wow. <laughs> so, and that just spawned the whole thing. Most of the best books, I think, start with the what if yeah. question yeah. and yeah. go from there. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. See that sting? Look what you inspired. <laughs> like Sting is watching this. <laughs> I'm sure he will. He might. <laughs> it's possible. Um, so the whole the the whole witches and witchcraft thing. Do you believe? Mm, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you you but believe like that women to... was perse were persecuted? Yes. But as far as the the. That they were the witches? witchcraft that they're trying to sell within Salem, do you believe? Yeah. Well, there's modern day witches, and they believe in Wicca, which I think is you know completely different than what they were being accused of back in the 17th century. So, okay. Um, I think there's two different things there. Um, I don't, you know, I don't. I think there's some truth to just about everything, right? So, um, you know, yeah, I, there's probably some. Um, you know, things in nature that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I keep my mind open. Okay. You know, I, who knows? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Have you found any resistance among readers because of the subject matter? Uh, no, other than um, one reader who decided to post a review that said, I don't like which books and I didn't like this one. <laughs> Was but, that the whole review? Yeah, I don't know why you would read it then <laughs> if you don't like Rich <laughs> It sounds like maybe they read it just so that they could post that maybe. review. <laughs> I was like, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> Feel free to not read any yeah. of my other stuff. <laughs> so your your readers, generally speaking, embrace the subject yeah. matter and are, no, are curious of, about it. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of you know, positive responses from it. Nice. And just the story in general, because it's not just witches, you know, there's love, there's, you know, there's action, there's evil and all sorts of other stuff in there, so. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sounds fun. <laughs> You're an indie author. What's, what has that experience been like for you? Um, it's actually been really positive from the perspective um, of just the community. Uh-huh. Having at first, you know, it's a struggle because you're sort of there on your own trying to figure out and piece it together. You don't really know anybody. Um, but as you know, you start to delve into different ways to market and who to talk to, and you start, you know, meeting people online and and just kind of clicking with other writers. It becomes this nice supportive community. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. I've enjoyed the um, ability to kind of uh, control what my books look like. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, have the editor that I like to work with and um, my son, the cover designer. <laughs> um, so I, I like that. I like being able to release when I want to release. Mm -hmm. um, so the, for instance, the project that I'm working on now, what I'd like to do is I, it's three book series and I want to have um, the first two completely done and the third one in a good enough state before I publish the first one so that I can have them knocked out probably within four months or so of each other. That's smart. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, you couldn't do that with traditional publishing. I mean, there's some things that, you know, would be nice from the traditional viewpoint, obviously, you know, some more of the exposure aspects. Mm -hmm. and The money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, yeah. We're both indie authors here. <laughs> yeah. The money. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fine. Fine. Did you uh, did you pursue traditional pub in any way before? I did. I started writing queries. I got some requests for full manuscript, mm -hmm. um, which was really encouraging. But then it's such a long process, and you know, it's. I just didn't feel like at this point in my life that I wanted to spend several years trying to get an agent and several more waiting for the book to come out. Um, I just kind of wanted to do it now. Right, so. right. Yeah, I feel the same way. What other genres appeal to you besides fantasy? Uh, well, I like horror. Okay. Um, I actually read just about anything. Um, I mostly lean towards fantasy and a lot of YA fantasy I like too. Interesting. Um, my what is it about YA fantasy? I don't know. I think I'm stuck in the mind of an 18 year old. <laughs> 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 that might be it. My main character in this book is 19. So. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just, I like it. I like, um, probably part of it is the freedom from having a job and anything like that. Like you can just go on adventure, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just, I don't know. I just like the whole vibe. They have to be well written. I'm not like the, I don't like the real teeny bopper type, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, one of my favorite authors is V.E. Schwab, who does both um, YA and adult and even middle grade. Um, but, it's, you know, she does it without sort of lowering the standards. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, yeah, I like all of those. Okay. Would you, would you, or have you ever written to any of those genres? I am currently um, working. The trilogy that I'm working on is, um, I think, going to be a YA. Oh wow! Okay, so not you're not only enjoying reading it, you're writing, writing to it. it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I. It's probably more maybe in that new adult arena, but it has nothing to do with college because it's all fantasy and um, you know it's uh, got a little steampunk. It's got a little you know. They're winged creatures, and so um, I don't know what category it would actually fall into. <laughs> but I think it could be YA or adult. Okay. It yeah. sounds like it might fall into a lot of categories, yeah. actually. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Only when, you know, the time comes to publish, then yeah. you have to choose yeah. a genre. But Well, my main characters are 17 going on 18. Um, so, I mean, that kind of puts it in that, in that area. Right, right. But I think it would still appeal to adults. Okay. I know it appeals to me. <laughs> well, then that's really all that matters <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes you happy. Writing what I want to read. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Uh, you have a puppy named Finn. What's his story? Oh, Finn. Um, Finn is uh, a rescue that we got from Tennessee. Okay. Um, we've had him, he'll be four years in October. Wow. Um, yeah, he's pretty much spoiled rotten. My husband <laughs> and I just love him. <laughs> he's such a great dog. Um, so he apparently was um, found at a construction site down in Tennessee. Um, we got him when we was about five months old. And it just breaks my heart that the poor thing was roaming around the streets. <laughs> He's such a sweet guy. Um, and he was fostered by a wonderful um, woman down and family down in Tennessee. Um, and he was really obnoxious when we got him. He's a uh, pit vishla mix, we think. Wow. Very smart and just absolutely loving he's just he loves people puts the pity smile in and he's just crazy about people <laughs> but yeah really smart he's he, we've done a lot of training with him and he's he literally can jump through hoops <laughs> wow but wow yeah, it's 
great. And the only reason I bring up Finn is because on your website there's the top ten things to love about Salem, yeah. and then there's a picture of Finn. Yeah. So I figured he factored in oh, yeah. strongly <laughs> to your life somehow if he warranted yes. his own spot I could on put the website. Like Five thousand more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to just pick one. <laughs> that was a great picture. Yeah. He's flopped yeah. off to the yeah, side. He's in, yes. He's he was pretty young there too. Was he? Yeah. 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 He's very sweet. It, and where where did the name Finn come from? My head. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought maybe. I just liked it. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe there was like a Mockingjay connection or something, but. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, fine. I don't know. It just I just liked it for him. Okay. It was either that or Rudy because he's kind of red and. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it. Finn one. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. The most recent book you wrote was a novella yes. titled Witches 3. Yes. Now, I refuse to believe that I'm the only person who ever thought that the cover design looked like boobs. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Are is, you, that, is that bad? Are you, are you trying to appeal to the 18 to 34 male demographic? Is that what this is? No. <laughs> It's actually a rune symbol, but... Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you sure? I am positive. <laughs> but yes, it does, you know, but hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> so you freely admit that it looks like boobs and it's come up before. It's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. This might help sales. Who knows? I, I, it can't hurt. I mean, I, I would like to think that anyone who is watching this video will now immediately go and check out Witches 3 just yes. to see what I'm talking yes. about. Because you know what? I'm not going to put up the graphic of the cover. You people go and look at it yourselves, and you tell me in the comments. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> this is going to be great. Yeah. I've really asked for it yes. now, and I'm, I'm going to get it hard, but that's fine. No worries. So as you know, we have a gimmick on this show that we are contractually obligated to live up to. So Susan Catalano. Tell me about your damn book. Okay. <laughs> so The Timeless Ones is a historical time travel fantasy. Okay. And it's about a 19-year-old Mary Chalmers who is an accused witch. Okay. And she, um, through the intervention of what she thinks is an angel, lands in modern-day Salem. Oh. There she finds out that both she and her true love, William, were the two last people to be hung during the Salem Witch Trials. Oh. So now she's got to figure out how to get back so she can um, stop that fate from occurring. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Neat. Uh, and what's next for you? Um, next for me as far as my, the next project that I'm working yes. on? So... Um, what I'm working on right now is um, the working title right now, and I think it probably will end up sticking, is called Corvid Legacy. Okay. And it's about three siblings that are separated at birth, and they go off to live in different territories of Eternia, um, not knowing about each other. Okay. And then they get called back in order to fulfill their duties as secret keepers. And so they have to leave the life they know in order to fulfill their destiny. Neat. And is that going to be a trilogy as well? That's going to be a trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Is there any through line between what you've written already and no. what's going to be coming? So it's a complete completely, standalone. Completely different. Okay. Have you, in effect, retired the characters from the, the current 
books? Are you are you done yeah, telling stories about yeah, them? Yeah, the Timeless Ones um, ends with a necessary darkness. It picks right up after the Timeless Ones ends, and it finishes out the story um, with an epic battle between Mary, epic battle. William. Yes, the <laughs> Halloween battle. Mary, William, and the tall man who you would know as the devil. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. okay. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, a little darker uh -huh. than Timeless Ones, but it pretty much is, ends there, and I actually thought it was going to end there altogether, except for those three witches that decided they had a story too <laughs> so I gave them a little airtime. uh-huh sure sure <laughs> and a cover filled with boobs yeah apparently <laughs> yeah nothing wrong and, with that uh, yeah so uh, <laughs> that should end it I think okay Although, um, some people have asked for um, a little more because I introduced a couple of characters at the end of a necessary darkness in an epilogue okay which could potentially become something but right now there's nothing in the works there. okay do you miss those characters yeah they do were you great. yeah <laughs> it was it was very hard to say goodbye. I sure. just love them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. We have a segment on the show called Questions from the Great Unwashed. I sort of feel like the Great Unwashed right now. <laughs> It's a little hot. It is. It is a little hot it's in like here. It's like 9,000 degrees outside. Yes, and it's about 10,000 degrees in here. Yeah. So we are actually the great unwashed. We're great. But, okay. but, but these, are, these are questions from other great unwashed <laughs> uh, submitted via social media for you. Um, it's a mixed bag. You never know what yeah. you're going to get. So I will present them to you. And Let's see how this works. Yes, exactly. I'm better at staring at a blank screen and filling it up with a sentence or two. Okay. All right. Well, well, you know what? It. Take your time. <laughs> give it give okay. it some thought. And then if you decide that you don't want to answer it, that, okay. that's all fine. Um, okay. Jack from Connecticut asks, who is your favorite famous witch? Really? Of all the witches to choose from, you choose Samantha? It might have to be um, from Roald Dahl's The Witches, um, oh. Angelica Houston. Oh. Yeah. And why? I don't, it's just, it was just so, I love Roald Dahl. Okay. And um, I just thought um, she had a good amount of camp and creepiness <laughs> combined. Okay. <laughs> and are, I guess those are two good qualities for any famous witch yeah, to I have. Yeah, I do like camp every now and then. Okay. So. so a little like Hocus Pocus yeah, along yeah, those exactly. lines. Okay. I love, I love a good, you know, scary movie that's got a little bit of relief in it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Astrid from Pennsylvania asks, how many unpublished or half-finished books do you have? Uh, That's a see. meaty question yeah, right there. Yeah, um, Two that will never see the light of day. Oh, why not? <laughs> oh, no, no. Those were practice. Okay. All right. Can you can um, you tell us what those were about? Oh, God. One was about aliens that came to um, Earth on a scavenger hunt. Oh. And some of the things they hunted were like blue eyes. <laughs> So it was a little scary for the people on Earth. <laughs> did they did they wind up in Salem? No, <laughs> that was all based in New York. Okay. It actually was spread around across the U.S. But okay, so um, there was the Aliens book. That was the Aliens book. Another one was actually about my first witch attempt, and that was set up in where I used to live in the Catskills. Okay, um, but that was just really not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> where was but it, it was supposed good, to go? It was good practice. It just didn't really. It didn't really have a good point. It was just like 
stuff happening. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a terrible yeah. book. Yeah, don't no, let that see the light no, of day. So that's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, but I do have some others that are thoughts in my mind, which I've opened up little Scrivener book. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, templates and jotted down things or even wrote a couple of chapters just knowing they're placeholders. And I would say there's probably about three of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. In addition to the three books that I'm currently planning to do. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. may actually circle back around to those at some point. Yes, I you're working definitely on. will. Nice. They just got to percolate a little bit more. Okay. All right. Thank you, Astrid. That was a really good question. Yes, it was, Astrid. <laughs> uh, Thinkploid24. <laughs> That's great. I'm Thinkploid. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just go with it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, asks, what's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's home? I gotta look in your house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you don't often see a lighting rig in someone's house. No, I guess I, that's this weird. This is unusual. Um, <laughs> the weirdest thing I've seen in someone's home. Yeah, what an odd question for yeah, an author. I honestly can't think of, <laughs> of anything. You, um, you can, I mean, you can go with the lighting rig here if, if yeah, that's the weirdest thing that, that comes immediately to mind. <laughs> Just so that you have an answer for, for Finkploy24. <laughs> I'm sure there's been really some weird things that I've seen, but probably in my own home. <laughs> ah, okay, there you go. So, but, uh, yeah, so a better question is, what's the weirdest thing yeah, you've seen in your maybe own we home? Talk about that. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, fair sorry. enough. Sorry, that's, Finky. That's fine. That's fine. You never know where these are gonna go, so it's it's all good. Mary from West Virginia asks, "Do you have any nicknames, and if so, what are they?" Um. Not really. I mean, Sue is probably as creative as it gets, but um, no. I used to be called Frankie Baby because my last name was Frank before I got married. Frankie Baby. Frankie Baby. Okay. All right. Um, but that had a brief life. <laughs> Didn't really catch on? No. Okay. All right. I think I tried to squash that. Sure. Sure. I totally understand. Um, but yeah, um, I can't really think of any. Okay. Any special? So no. Sue. Sue. Okay. Yeah. Great. Sorry. Sorry, not, not Mary. Not very exciting. No. You can give me one if you like. <laughs> Let me think on that. Well, let Mary we, do it. We can. Yeah, Mary. Yeah, Mary Be from nice, West Mary. Virginia. <laughs> if you want to give her nickname, let us know what it is. <laughs> and finally, Lupe from New York asks: If Hollywood made a movie based on your life, who would you want to play you? somebody younger right <laughs> <laughs> most people would yes yes um and i can't think of a damn actress in my head right this minute <laughs> really with the camera in your face and I all know. these lights around you and the heat and the microphones you can't Just think complete blank here <laughs> <laughs> well let's see hmm. who's uh who's a, a hot actress right now um yeah. how about rose byrne I guess so. She's more of a kind of Nicholas Sparks kind of girl, yeah, isn't she? <laughs> I suppose. So. I'm not sure I'm there. You know something? Um, the uh, one of the stars of The Big Bang Theory, Melissa Rauch, mm -hmm. she's uh, four foot eleven. So I don't know if like physically she would be a, a good stand-in for well, you. Well, she's shorter than me, so that feels good. There, see, there you go. So you would, you know, you could visit the set and tower yeah. over her. I like doing that. I like towering over people. Sure. I don't really get to do that. You don't have the opportunity no. all that often. Unless I, you know, stand on things. 
stand on things. Yes, like what? <laughs> like boxes. <laughs> From weddings. Sure. Yes. Sure. No, I understand. Uh, and this is the final question that I ask everybody who comes on the show. It's a hundred years in the future. A young person visits a library and approaches the librarian and asks about Susan Catalano. What does the librarian say about you? Uh, yes, right over here we have a whole aisle dedicated to <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, one of the other authors we had on here uh, said that the entire library was named after her. Oh, but, you know, having a, a whole section, there's no, yeah. that's nothing to sneeze yeah. at. That's, okay. that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'll be in her library with my whole aisle. <laughs> there you go, yes. Maybe you'll have an aisle yes, in, in her, her library. library. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> all right, well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Tell Me About Your Damn Book. I'd like to thank my guest, Susan Catalano. The book is The Timeless Ones, and it's available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay? available on Amazon. So thank you all for joining us. See you next time. Cheers.